Hello and welcome to Mindset Mayhem. My name is Lauren. I'm a nurse practitioner, a health coach, and consultant. And I'm Eileen. I'm a mom of three, wife, spiritual healer, and entrepreneur. And we want to be your new best friends. This podcast is dedicated to your mindset, your health and wellness, energy, spirituality, and so much more. There is so much information out there. We don't want to tell you what to do. We want to give you the tools and the info so you can make aligned choices for you and your family. So step out of the mainstream mayhem and start making sound decisions for yourself. Welcome to Mindset Mayhem. Hello, Mindset Mayhem community. How the hell are we doing? Lauren's new here. <laughs> I literally just was trying to navigate the computer and it was like, I've never seen one before. Like I was born in the Stone Age. <laughs> She's searching for the, she presses them 16 times I was a about week. to say, and literally I'm normally the tech savvy one. Yeah. When we get done with the podcast, she sits in front of the keyboard normally. And then as soon as we're done, I'm like, all right, get the fuck out of yeah. my seat. Like yeah. let mama, let mama type because I'm yep. Smash, quick, yeah. and one more time. Excuse me, Nana. <laughs> I'm gonna get that <laughs> yeah. tattooed on my my chest. <laughs> Sorry, Nana. Um, I know I'm very amazed by your tech skills. And then I had asked you at one point. It was kind of like a realization myself. It's like, so how do you? Is it because of how old you are? And you're like one thousand percent. Yeah, I guess. I was gonna say, yeah. did you take a keyboarding class? No, you did not. I took. Yeah, we oh, took did? how to use the internet. Okay, yeah, but you didn't take. Like, I literally took a keyboard class. I'll never forget this. I'm not gonna say that this woman this sweet sweet lady this sweet sweet woman home row home row like because you had to put your fingers on these little tabs and if you keep your four fingers like see how that j has a tab and the f has a tab and if you just stay in this home row and then go up from the home row or down from the home row you don't need to look and that's the trick of the trade but i would have these classes where you just had to type all day i hated the class what so grade much. is this i took it all throughout middle school and some of grade school so yeah. that's why i've been okay we took computer class in sixth grade yeah loved my teacher well, but great. um yeah you learned we learned like slight very beginning yeah. like big so weird i took that in robotics i'm like what is going on and and you know what that is a good segue because this is great i just got so excited me yeah, too tell us about the it's just some weird Things shit. You, you know what I mean? Like I just think about school and we just did some weird shit that is so unapplicable. And one of the things we want to talk to today with people is social constructs and this matrix that we're in. But in part of our passion for it is because with our dream of creating our heaven on earth, our farm, our wellness center, we want it so that our children all can live on the farm. And we have, yes. a, we have a school there and it's homeschooling and it's certified so that these children, if they want to, can still go to college and whatnot. But you also learn real life applicable skills like growing your own food, how to share with others, budgeting, financing, exactly how to build something with your hands, how to take care of animals and treat others with respect, how to meditate, how to move our bodies, how to intuitively eat, how yep. to communicate our emotions effectively. And I think about my schooling and the things I wasted time on and that I will literally never use in my life. Like I think about geometry and it quite literally angers me so much. Yeah. And I felt so unintelligent, but if someone had just curtailed something to something I'm passionate about, I would have paid to be there and it's, just ask backwards. It's still the same. My, the biggest shock I had, or, and I wasn't aware of it until I stepped in don't get me wrong. When it comes to public schools, my kids go to some of the best, mm. but that not, it's not about the teachers per se. It's about the system that they're teaching within. It is not 
the best and it is not serving our kids. And from an energetic standpoint, the generations, the type of humans that are coming into this world are naturally more vibrationally, they sit at a higher vibration than I did when I was born, than you coming mm. into this world. And it continues. And I'm seeing it so clearly in my kids. And then we have this huge spike of sensitivities, which because they're not uh, meshing or merging or fitting into the old mm. construct. So all of a sudden it's like- They don't fit the rigid mold. They don't fit the mold. And their their bodies are rejecting it. Their mm. emotions are rejecting it. It's not working. And so then what the system does is it tries to label it as, well, that's autism. That's this, that's ADD, that's mm. ADHD, that's auto ADHD. Oh, that person must have a learning disability. Yeah. Is it because- they can't sit for six hours straight under fluorescent um, mm -hmm. light and listen to what you say and write at the exact time you say it. Like my kids were homeschooled during COVID. Greatest thing I could have ever done. Also, my kids decompress when they get home from school. One of my kids cries every time they get home from school because they're, it's, it's the tense of emotion. And one of the things that she'll say all the time is, I don't understand why I can't go to the bathroom when I have to go to the bathroom. Which I don't understand. Is insane that a child has to ask that question. But for her to see, like, wh why can't I when I have to go? And I'm like, well, they try to say it's to keep everyone in order and mm. it's to keep, and that's what they're teaching. They're teaching but discipline. Exactly. They're <clears throat> teaching us to stay yes. in this fucking rat race is what they're teaching time. you. They don't want people to be expansive, to be creative, to use all of these talents that we have, because you're a lot easier to control when you're systemized in this manner. Like yep. we're, you're cogs on a wheel right now, which is, I, I think a big part of like, you know, how they pushed between my generation, your generation, it was okay to be to go to a trade school and to not go to college. But then in my generation, it was like, your child has to go to college. And now what do we have? A bunch of kids that are in debt. They paid all this money for school. They can't afford a fucking house. They're in crippling debt from their college and they don't want to do what they went to school for because how can you expect an 18 year old who is a part of a system where you told them and controlled them all the time to make a decision about what they want to do for the rest of their life when they never had any opportunity to figure it out. Yeah. We don't know what we want until we go out and try something and fail and say, okay, don't fucking like that. Yep. Let me try again. Yep. And that to me is cruel that we have 18, 17 year olds decide the rest of your life. What do you want to do? Yep. Because where you're going and what you major in is going to change that. And yep. if you don't like it, you're going to stay in it. And then also you have these people that are staying in the rat race of their lives because, oh, well, I, I paid for this college this, education. I put my money where my mouth was. I'm yeah. in too deep now. I can't get out. And so they live their lives proving, or I started this at when I was a baby. Yeah. I knew nothing. And now I have to follow through. Mm -hmm. oh. It's so sad. And I want to go back to what you're saying too about the labeling, because that's another part of the system that drives mm -hmm. me insane. And I'm not taking away from kids that have learning disabilities or have yeah, issues yeah. because right. I have ADHD. I've never been diagnosed by a, a professional, but I know for a fact that I have it. Mm -hmm. But I also never wanted to be labeled because I didn't want to be treated differently. And I know that my family didn't want me to be treated differently. Not that I had overt signs that my parents would have like so clearly known about, but like me and my brothers definitely struggled to pay attention. We were always talkative in class, things of that nature, things that get you in trouble. And I, I want to just quickly say it's also the environment we are living in. If you think about the overstimulation, we have these kids controlled all day long and then we let them, you know, 
sit with their iPads and all these things that weren't around before. And it's not a parent's fault. It's the world that we're living in, but we're constantly stimulated. So we don't know how to sit with the self, which is something that we always talk about. And it's a scary place to be. But also you think about the diet and the food that these kids are being given and what the school systems give people for food, what the hospital systems give patients for food. They, again, it's a form of systematic oppression, just like the school system is because when I was working in a hospital, someone would come out of a heart attack and we would give them stuffed shells with cheese and tomato sauce or a burger. No. Yeah. And yeah, there'd be a cardiac diet and essentially it'd be low sodium and it'd be the same shitty meal, but with no salt and no flavor to it. And I think about the kids' school system and every kid is getting whole milk. 80% of kids are lactose intolerant. And, and you don't need whole milk over the age of two. And for any age. kids don't need milk. Literally in general, but also it's like, I just think about the fact it's all these systems in place where they know these things aren't healthy for us. And yet we're giving it to our youth. And then we wonder why they can't sit in a classroom. Well, you've given them sugar all day. You've set them in a chair all day when really they need to be running around exploring and releasing their energy. And there's no um, emotional constructs. There's nothing to help the, the kids emotionally like i've seen i've seen it i've volunteered in classrooms and i have seen where these kids are zipped up all day long for moms and dads out there you will be shocked we sometimes and i i need to do this more so reminder to self when you take away the ipads my kids naturally i'm very grateful they love to be outside they love to explore they love to create but when you take when you make the ipads not an option they are so good at entertaining themselves because they're curious and by Mm. nature they want to learn and they want to do things but within so what i say and what i know you agree with is what we are doing here it is a movement it is not just a cute little farm you know we we want this to be higher healing on all avenues do you know that one in five teenage girls misses school because of their period Mm -hmm. And this is something that if we have classes or if we make it more known, and if we talk about this, then I feel like kids won't be as fearful about it. So something as simple as that. I didn't know how to write a checkbook. I had to look at the back of a checkbook. I think the first time I wrote a check, I was 20 something. And I had to look on the, it comes in the fold and it says how to write the check. And I had to fill it out like that. And I was so nervous and I thought I was doing it wrong. And I was like, I've never ever been taught how to do this. Oh yeah. Anything along those, the lines of money management, emotional regulation and learning your human body. I think Mm. about all the science classes I took and I know about a temperate forest somewhere. I'll never fucking go a day in my life. And I didn't know about my period or these things. And I think about what you were saying too, is about girls, you know, having to miss a day for their period. And also that isn't normal either. And it's been normalized. Like girls' periods nowadays are getting so much worse because their estrogen is so much higher because there's all these xenoestrogens, these fake fragrances, Mm -hmm. these things that are out there. And if we were to know about them, if we were to be instructed in school, then kids would go home. Oh, mom, I I know that this is bad for me. I want to change out my shampoo. Okay, that's a great idea. Let's do it. You know what I mean? You don't know what you don't know. And we're teaching people nonsense. And this goes along with so many other things. Like we talk about so many social constructs and this awakening that's happening because the, in the past, the patriarchy is then rigid boxes. You fit in a box because that's easy to control. It's easy to quantify. It's easy to systemize. But what's happening now is a shift into the feminine where it's fluidity. It's no one can put me in a box. And 
That and our kids are showing up like that. That's oh, what your Le kids are Levi. Oh my like, god, my son, he's loves glitter. He loves headbands. Jimmy just took him the other day to get his ears pierced. He picked light pink. He loves, he loves feminine clothes. He loves the flow of skirts and he loves sparkle. Mm. And because of that, I've had people walk up to me and go, is he a boy or a girl? Like, I don't know. And my whole body wants to go, oh, I'm so sorry that he doesn't fit into your social constructs mm. and you have to make it make sense to you. But we just let him be a child, a kid. And the same with my girls. You want to wear cargo pants and you yeah. want to wear combat boots and nobody says anything about the girls. Exactly. And so, yeah. No, and you're so right. And people are so perturbed by it. And yeah. why is it that people get so upset by it and that they would have the balls, honestly, to come up to a mother and say that? Because also, you've got to have some balls. Because I know that if I'm just auntie, and if I heard someone say that, I would rip their motherfucking head off. Excuse me, <laughs> Nana. It is so funny. We went out to Mystic during summertime and we we got ice cream and it's all of us and Levi had on whatever he had on and we're having a great time and it's like busy tourist season and the kids and I are counting sprinkles or doing something and I like smile and look up out the window and Jimmy is in this little old dude's face. They are nose to nose. <laughs> Jimmy's like down in his face and I'm like, oh, kids, look at me. <laughs> Look, look at, at me. mommy. Look at mom. Look at the amount of sprinkles I have. And then I, he comes back in. He's like steaming. And I'm like, what just happened? He's like, he he was kept making comments and mumbling under his breath and started talking about this is disgusting that that little boy has on those clothes. This is. And so finally, I realized that that's what he was talking about. Jimmy said, and I followed him outside. <laughs> Good. Like. Okay. People need to know. Like that's what he said. He's like, I'm. This is Jimmy. He's old school Boston. Like, he he sometimes he believes that people need to be hit. <laughs> Listen, you know that I'm not saying I'm not saying la la, but I'm not, <laughs> not gonna saying. disagree. Some people deserve a good kick in the jaw. Yeah, Just kidding. but I love I love that we are breaking this, and I know the people that are listening to this. Like, I know so many of the moms that I talk to and it make it make sense. Like Literally. make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. So we need to fix it. We need to change it. And if it comes to, it's easier to throw something out and start new than it is to try to slowly, it's like begrudgingly and like go just, oh, trudging along to get these ships because it is so fixated within our society. Mm. Also, Children are some of the most intuitive mm -hmm. creatures on the planet because they haven't been, their innocence hasn't been rocked out of them. Yeah. And they know what they want and we could all learn and live such happier and more joyful lives if we just looked at what Levi did and look at what children do when yeah. they just... I like that. It feels good for me. It fuels me. It gives me my curiosity drive. Okay, I'm going to do that. As adults, we I want this. Oh, but I can't. You give yourself every rationale under the sun as to why you can't have something that you want. Yeah. Whereas a child will do anything for the things that they want. So we just need to chill out on these social constructs, listen to the inner child within ourselves. Because it's insane. It's even like the foods we eat, we talk about I, I talk about a lot, the social construct of eating breakfast. It's like, who told me one day that eggs and bacon were my option for breakfast or sugary ass cereal? The media. About, exactly. The media. And yeah. our government. Yeah. You know, it's like, what do they subsidize? Yeah. Okay. Those are the foods that we eat most often. Mm -hmm. Cereal is 
awful. And one of the interesting things I found out about ADHD is so, so essentially a lot of cereal, you'll, you'll see it's enriched, it's fortified. They use these words that sound great. It sounds like, oh, look at that. They're enriching it with B vitamins. They're, they're fortifying it with folic acid. Oh my God, that's so good. Well, that's a crock of bullshit. And also for women that want to get pregnant that are taking a folic acid, you want a methylated folate. You don't want folic acid. Your body, when it takes in B vitamins and fol folate, needs to methylate that in order to be utilized in the body appropriately. 40% of the world's population does not have the gene in order to methylate those things properly. So when you take a folic acid supplement or you have cereal enriched with folic acid and you don't have the gene to methylate it, guess what it goes to? Your brain. And there has been significant studies showing the correlation between children that eat all these enriched folic acid like cereals and granola bars and foods with higher levels of ADHD. So it's, and I personally know I had this feeling that I don't methylate well. I intuitively just had that download. I got a methylated B vitamin and I, cause I have my fingernails. I don't have big lunias, which oh, are like yeah, the yeah. little moon shapes. Yeah, I don't I have do. them on. Exactly. I and I, I, found out from our friend, Wendy, oh, it's your B vitamins. So I started taking methylated ones and I feel so much better. Ooh, we're going to link those. Yeah. We'll, we'll link that. The brand I take is Jaro, um, their methylated complex. But again, it's like, so they're telling us to eat this food that A is full of carbs and causes us to have a blood sugar spike in the morning. And then B is enriched with all this crap and synthetic bullshit. Not to mention the dyes. The kids are, my kids are so sensitive to it immediately Rylan gets headaches, immediately Quinn gets um, hyper and doesn't feel good in her body. So yeah, we, like a restlessness. Yep, like so, and they'll even say, Rylan will look at the ingredients and say, I can't have that. It has the orange dye, the red dye, the mm. blue dye in it, and the yellow dye. And I love that. Yes. So I'm like, yep, this is, our kids are so aware if we give them the right information. Exactly. And oh, your kids are so smart. Like I just think about how unaware I was of my food intake when I was younger. But essentially what I'm getting at is fuck a social construct. Yeah. You don't need to eat eggs and bacon in the morning if you don't want it. I eat chicken, avocado, microgreens on sourdough with grass-fed mm -hmm. butter. It fuels me and keeps me happy and, and full way longer. I don't have a blood sugar spike afterwards. And I've had a couple people reach out to me saying that they started doing that. They feel so much better. They don't crash in the day. They don't mm -hmm. have to eat. It's makes me so happy. Good, good. I know I've gone against it too with in ways of thinking outside the box and talking to the kids. And we had this conversation the other day where they don't like to, it, it's hard for them to live in this system and come home and be a part of another system, mm -hmm. I guess. And so we talk about this and I'm like, I'm not going to let you get the school lunch every single day. Like we can do pizza on Fridays, but when I'm going to make you, I'm going to make sure you have your nuts and I'm going to make sure that you have your hard boiled eggs and these things that you're allowed to eat at school. Cause they're like, well, they, they say, it, it doesn't hold, it doesn't keep well, it doesn't hold well. I'm like, well, mom over here can figure out a way so mm. that I can make it to your belly by 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'll make sure that it's packaged the right way. Yeah. But these are the things that they're, the conversation they're having at school are like, oh no, if we bring that food to school, it'll go bad by the time we eat. No, you can eat leftovers. Yeah. You can totally, you can bring, you can bring a thermos and, and we can do it. So it's wild to me that there's almost like 
one way of teaching. And the thing that scares me, it's not, again, the people that they are with, because these are beautiful teacher teachers who are part of this system. So I feel safe with who they're with, but it's the information that they're being given is so ass backwards. Yeah. I cannot wait for them to go to school. Oh my God. I can't wait. I'm so excited that my future kids are going to have that and hopefully never have to be touched by that system. I can't wait. My neighbor and I were talking about it the other day and she's like, I'm the first to sign up. I you love know that. you better have a spot for me. Oh kids. my God. We're going to have a lot of people that are going to want to sign up. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to talk about quickly too, since we were talking about these foods mm. and stuff is the gluten because gluten is a very sensitive subject for so many people. And I don't think people understand enough about it. And I also wanted to say that food itself is not inherently bad. Wheat itself is not inherently bad. Gluten itself is not inherently bad. Our practices and the way that we um, manufacture, the way that we essentially process our food is the issue most of the time and how we treat it after, you know, we've sprayed it with glyphosate and things of that nature. We've genetically modified it in order to have more of the gluten because it's like a gummy like substance. So it makes it easier for them to process foods with it. And so that's why you hear of people going to Italy. They don't have issues. They're in America. They have issues with gluten. It's our processing. It's the GMOs. It's the glyphosate. But the big issue with gluten and something that I've been noticing in the functional medicine world and something I think a lot of people struggle with nowadays is you're hearing everybody talk about food sensitivities and food sensitivities are different than food allergies. Food allergies are immediate. That is, I am eating something immediately. I have a rash, uh, itchy throat, itchy mouth. Your body instantaneously is reacting. A sensitivity is so much more insidious because it's not like an allergy. It can happen three days later and it can manifest in ways that you would never think about it, like a little bit of joint pain, a little bit of fatigue, eczema, rosacea, psoriasis. And so because it's not immediate, you don't know what it was. And because you've eaten so many things, you lose these associations and it becomes very difficult. But what we're finding is lots of people have something called leaky gut. And if you think about it, your GI tract is a closed loop system. It's supposed to keep everything in because otherwise your immune system would be flagging everything. But when you eat things like gluten and things that poke holes in the barrier and the lining of the gut is when the food sensitivities become an issue. And that's why people are becoming, oh, how come I'm sensitive to this food I was never sensitive to before? It's because the immune system is losing sense of self because it's having all these this leakiness. So what's happening is the gluten is poking holes in the lining of the gut. And then the next time you eat, say, a cucumber, for example, something that is normally healthy, but it would normally never get outside of that GI tract. And then all of a sudden it finds a way and it leaks out. Then the body, the immune system thinks, okay, foreign invader, this is normally never outside the GI tract. What is this? And your body has this system of antigens and antibodies. And so your body puts these little markers and it's essentially saying, all right, flag this guy. Every time you see this guy outside of the GI system, we want to attack him because he's not meant to be here. It's a beautiful thing because that's exactly what your immune system is supposed to do. But when you have a leaky gut, it starts flagging things all the time because these things are leaking out of the body that they wouldn't normally be there. And that's why some people are allergic to uh, are sensitive to a tomato when they never were as a child. So how do you go about curing leaky gut? So there's a lot of ways, but the first would be to stop eating things that cause leaky gut like gluten. When And interestingly enough, a lot of autoimmunity issues start from leaky gut because autoimmunity is just as it sounds. You start to attack your immune system is attacking itself. It's attacking its own tissues because the immune system is very smart. If every single day you're eating something that your body is 
put that marker on and said, oh, this is bad, attack it. And then you continue to feed yourself that your body is attacking itself daily in and out, in and out. That's how, why autoimmunity is on the rise. There's actually more autoimmunity in our country than there is cancer and wild, absolutely wild. And autoimmunity affects women significantly more than men. Mm -hmm. Also, because we have a lot more stress for the, for the most part, not to say that it's easier in life for women. I mean, for men, but women tend to carry more stress because we think globally, but so you cut out gluten. The first thing, if someone has a Hashimoto's thyroiditis, we immediately take out gluten. Um, also, um, seed oils would also cause leaky gut. Absolutely. Um, there's lots of foods that would do it, but also then you want to repair the gut. So things like bone broth, aloe vera, you want to think about protecting that lining, sealing up those holes, gluing them up, things that are naturally, um, mucus producing like, um, okra. That's why the aloe works. Mm, Um, and then you want to know what your food sensitivities are so that you can minimize them. So for example, I ate tomatoes my entire life. One of my main food sensitivities is tomatoes. And it's not to say I can't eat tomatoes, but I know that if I eat a ton of them, I, I have issues that crop up. Shrimp is one of them for me. And it was one of my favorite foods I'd eat all the time. And every time I eat lots of shrimp, lots of tomatoes, things of that nature, my acne is worse. My joint pain is worse. My bloating and stomach issues are worse. And it's not to say that you can't eat those food sensitivities in the future, but we have to get to the root cause of things. Exactly. So we have to repair things and stop wounding the system, stop poking more holes in the system, essentially. Hmm. Stop poking more holes in the system. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. I like that. Ooh, that was just so much knowledge. Yeah. So I love the bone broth. I love the idea. One of our cocktails Mm. for Friday night has aloe in it. One of our mocktails. Mm. (laughs) We're also drinking one of them that Eileen um, bartended us up and it's so, Mm -hmm. it's a, I like, I'm going to drink this all the time. It's like, I'm so obsessed clean, with it. It's so crisp and refreshing and yeah. it feels good. It's um, coconut water. It's a little bit of OJ. It has um, some sea salt. We squeezed the fresh lime the into milk. it. And then we did a, a little bit of coconut milk. And it just, it's mm. so good. It's like summer in a cup. Yes. It's like sunshine in a cup. Oh, it smells and it tastes so good. So if you're coming this Friday or if you want to come, today because this, yes. this is yeah. coming out so if you want to come we will make space for you yes. we're like you know we capped it and then we're like hey you know what come on yeah. you come in and you come in so we'll have plenty of food we also have gluten-free options yes um everything's hearty farm to table yeah we have two soup options we've got we're making some shrimp crustinis we got microgreens we have cheese board call hogs massive cheese board uh, hummus, carrots, cucumbers, lots of little finger foods, which we also learned last night is good for you to actually eat with your fingers because it also helps stimulate digestive enzymes. So for all of our feral girlies out there. <laughs> yeah, like us. Like who us. like to eat with their hands. Mm-hmm. And that that was so good. And I could tell you were so excited when you said that. Yeah, today. I was so I was like, Yeah, we're not doing it wrong. And then she writes back, she's like, can we start eating on the floor too? I was like, fuck yeah, we can do whatever the hell we want. Yes. Excuse me, Nana. I do. I do love eating on the floor. Oh man. Yeah. That's a lot. And there's so much to this, but if you feel like you're for me, just from a mom standpoint and it's day in day out and you're frustrated and you don't know what's going on and the kids are coming home and having these emotional meltdowns, let them, let them release. You are their safe space. You are their safe haven. They have to be zipped up all day long. And when they come home, let's make this a place where our kids 
are allowed to be messy. They're allowed to fully express their feelings. They're allowed to try on the clothes. They're allowed to play outside and get dirty. That just hit home in so many ways. Just allow people to feel their emotions without judgment. And also, if you feel the need, and this is something that um, as a parent, we are always learning too. So let's not get it twisted. These kids did not come into the world to learn from us. My strong belief is that they are not mine. They came through me and they have just as much to teach me as I am going to teach them. But that's what I want to teach them the things that they need to know in order to thrive. But when I, it, it's a huge um, invitation to really look within because we project so easily and sometimes without even knowing onto our kids. Like we'll go to after school activities and the kids are part of swimming and gymnastics and, um, other types of classes. And I just quietly observe the parents and it's like, there's a coach there. Let the coach be the coach. But so many times parents, and it's mm. not even a thing they're thinking of, but they're correcting and they want their kid to do it so badly. But what is the other side of that? Mm. Why do you need them to succeed in the way that mm. everyone else is doing? What is it within you that's lacking that you need your child to show up in that way? Mm -hmm. Everything's you, a mirror. Everything and everybody is a mirror of yeah. us. So, And don't use your children to be something that you want in from yourself or mm -hmm. something that you need. Like yeah. I, I feel that very heavily. And I think yeah. a lot of children feel that way too. Yep. And I think it's a huge wake up call because for us to continue to say, well, that's the way it was when I was a kid and this yeah. is what you got to do and you've got to grow up. How's that working out that's for you? That's a bullshit cop out. How too. is that working out for you? Because mm -hmm. I, we got more people out here with autoimmune diseases mm -hmm. now. Yeah. We got people who are, um, their confidence is bombed. Yeah. They struggle with self-worth left and right. So it's time to go within and slow down. I'm, I'm not a fan of birthday parties and I make that very clear. I do not enjoy going into the slice and doing these like trampoline parks and all that kind of stuff. I would really rather be at home and let my kids run around barefoot in January Yeah, and check it out and play outside and, you know, explore and get dirty than yeah. I would uh, going Just, out. Um, let your kids get dirty. Let your animals get dirty. Like life is too short. It doesn't have to be perfect. Doesn't have to be clean. Life is messy. Allow yourself to be messy. I feel that. And I get that download so often. Like you can write outside the lines in your journal. You can get mud in the house. Everything can be cleaned up. Like let your dog swim in the ocean. Who cares about the car? You can clean the car. Yeah. Yeah. You can wear the dress on a random Tuesday. Yes. It's all good. You can wear the makeup wherever you want. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh. Fuck social constructs. Do what makes you happy. Mm -hmm. With with respect of others. Yes. That's of it. That's yeah. it. Those that that and from there, if you follow your heart and your gut, and we work on the internal on our container, we can help others. Beautiful. I'm gonna pull a card for us. Look at this slap. We're we're geeking out over yeah, here. We are. We both burped as soon as the recording stopped. <laughs> this is great. There's no fizz in it oh either. I can't do fizz, mm -hmm. but this doesn't. I mean, that was funny. That was really funny. We stopped the recording. That was both really of good. Us. I love that. Failed. Okay, I have my badass deck here. You chose this one. Mm -hmm. You love this deck. This is the Tattoo Tarot. So let's rise up. Let's, I mean, together we can make a change. And that sounds so freaking cheesy. It's true though. But it's the truth. If we have more parents, more men and women who are on board and who are realizing and waking up to this broken system in so many ways. And we've got 
some awesome conversations that we're going to start having about um what is you medical gaslighting oh yeah and yeah we got a we got a big one coming on medical gaslighting i was going to tell a story today but we may have the guest on the podcast so we're yeah. going to wait and see if she wants to do that and if yeah. not i'm going to share her story with her she gave us permission yes but medical gaslighting oh yeah it's up my ass a mile sideways all right let's get to these cards everybody right now wiggle your toes if you connected with any or all parts of this podcast just no, you're exactly where you're meant to be, and you are part of this shift and this change. One moment. All right. Ready? Oh, yeah. Here we go. We have the Six of Swords, and it came in reversed. What does that mean? So for me, Six, we talk about releasing. Mm -hmm. So this is actually really exciting because the Six of Swords has – the swords are left on the dock. The fighting is over. The making sense of it is over. The rationalizing it is done. We have left. And now the six, when it's face up, is unsure. They're going into a dark night. They're not exactly sure what's happening. This is upside down, is that we need to start firing up and having the emotions that come with letting it out. Mm. letting it out. So we've made sense of it, or we've tried to make sense of what's happening. And now we're ready to act on it. So the releasing has happened. Now the action needs to take place. Mm. And that's what this is. Love that. We've been mm -hmm. seeing six a lot. Lately. Yeah, we really have. That was very interesting. Hey, and here we go. We got the King of Wands. So both I love of how you these... showed it to the speaker. Oh, like, thinking that you're on your... <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Um, the King of Wands. So the swords and the wands are known as the masculine. Um, and so what this is saying, it's all about the action. Mm. It's all about taking action. So right now, the action you can take is dissecting or accepting what is your current situation and maybe how you are perceiving, how you are interacting with your children, how you are allowing the broken system to make you feel flawed. Mm. And instead of that, the king makes the decisions. He doesn't ask other people what the decision should be. Mm. And that goes along with your download of the day and what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm not attaching or allowing the external to influence us and allow the internal change, the internal actions, be our compass, be our guide. Yeah. I love it. Like when we all go on a tangent, you know what I would really like? I would like for school to start a little bit later. And I would love for them not to come home after six hours with three hours of homework. Like that's what I really like. And I would love to not be shuffled around here and there. Okay. If that is how we feel, yeah, then we have the power to change that. A fucking man. We can start with it. The confidence, how to say no. No is a full sentence. Mm -hmm. No yeah. is a full sentence. Yeah. And you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. We had that conversation today. We we started our day at yoga, which felt amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, we were talking to one of our friends and we were saying, you know, it's like when you tell somebody you don't need to be some, you can't be somewhere, we don't need to explain to people as to why the answer is no. Like Eileen said, no is a complete sentence. Saying, oh, I can't be there is a complete sentence. We don't yeah. need to explain ourselves to anybody except to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Again, always with respect. Yeah. But that's acknowledging what we need and having the confidence to speak and say what we feel and going from within and not taking the advice externally so much. Mm. Oh man, I'm fired up right now. Me too. Oh my God. I'm ready to fucking take the school system down, tackle them. 
Oh Don't even have kids in the school system. I know. We, we, just, can't, we can't get this farm up fast enough. So know. if you know anybody who's oh, a farm say. or a private investor, an angel investor who really enjoys this kind of stuff, we yeah. are. Or has a farm, wants yep. left, let us uh, build a she shed on the farm. Yep. And anything, reach out to your girls. We're, we're here for the community. Yeah, we know that we're manifesting it. And we know that it's coming in divine timing. Exactly. Because this is... It's all good. And what did your aunt say? I love what she said. Oh, about the value? Yeah. She said, oh, this is a shout out to my Aunt Julia, whom I love very dearly. And I know she's an important part of the farm. And I've been talking to her a lot. And she told me that if what we are building will bring value to the world, there's no way we cannot succeed. And I felt that with my whole heart. And I was like, I know that I have all the confidence in the world in me and Eileen. Mm -hmm. And I know that what we're going to do is going to bring value, not just for ourselves, but generations after us. And I know that we will succeed and will not fail. And I know that somebody listening to this is going to help us in one way or another. And we are already are so appreciative for the community that we've built thus far. And we are so goddamn excited for the community that we are going to continue to build. Yes. Our first event is going to be tonight when this comes out. We're ah! so excited. We have the best group of people ever coming. Oh, And it is not too late. If you are yes. listening to this. We will make room. Yes, we will make room for you. So just DM us on our Instagram page, Mindset Mayhem 333. We will make sure we have plenty of food. We have plenty of supplies. You are so welcome. And if you don't have an Instagram, you can text me, Lauren, at 401-742-4479. Oh, snap. She's giving out her digits. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, here it goes. Right? That's, yeah. Anybody say, can find anybody me. Don't put my phone number somewhere crazy, folks. I trust you guys. You're going to start getting those telemarketers calling you. Whatever. You were in the market for a farm. <laughs> That's my that's my cheesy financial like sales. Oh, honestly, I'd be like, yeah, take my social. Yes, I am. Here we go. Oh man! All right, you are loved. You are supported. We are so grateful you are here with us on this journey, and we will talk to you soon. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Mindset Mayhem. If you've enjoyed, please leave us a five-star review, download, like, share with your friends. And if you want more, you can find us on Instagram at Mindset Mayhem 333. Just a reminder, Mindset Mayhem is strictly for entertainment purposes only. This podcast is not intended to treat, diagnose, or replace medical or therapeutic advice from a professional. Thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. Talk to you soon. Love your BFFs.